1: After a day of fishing in a small, quiet village in Switzerland, a teenage boy did not return home as planned. The investigation revealed some important microscopic evidence in the water near where he was last seen. It was the only forensic evidence detectives had. Afternoon of August 4, 1993, in the small Swiss village of Neu Paradies, 13-year-old Dario Cicalechia left his home to go fishing in a nearby creek. As night fell on the town, Dario had not returned home, and his mother called the police to report her son missing.
0: When we found the bike and his clothing, we concluded that he had last been fishing there. Where and with whom he could have left the place, we had no idea. Two days passed, and the search intensified with more than a hundred
1: policemen patrolling the area with search dogs. A missing person poster aired on local television, and newspapers asked, Where is Dario? As time passed... People feared the worst. To us, there were clear indications that a crime had taken place because of the objects found, his bike and his trunks. Search teams meticulously combed the field next to the creek where Dario's swim trunks and fishing pole had been found. Farther downstream, police found Dario's t-shirt on the bank. A dam was placed in the creek in order to search the muddy bottom for evidence. Many items were discovered, but nothing that could be linked to the missing boy. Two nights after Dario was reported missing, two women were walking a dog along a field path near Switzerland's border with Germany. They saw what appeared to be blood. Just a few feet away, In a nearby cornfield, lay the naked body of a young man.
0: When I got the message from these two women, we immediately sent a police officer to check the site. When he reported that the body was that of a young man, we realized that it might be
1: Dario. The body was positively identified as Dario
0: Ciccolecchia. He had been sexually
1: mutilated.
0: I certainly will never forget this all of my life, that terrible sight. It was quite obvious from the beginning that it was a sex crime. This could be seen from the injuries. There were cuts and bruises also in the genital area. When the
1: medical examiner arrived at the scene, he concluded that the cuts on the body were consistent with a pocket knife, but were made sometime after the boy was dead. I found on the body a lot of long cuts,
2: side by side. And this helped me to think that the boy did not move during the cuts were made. And on the other hand,
1: there were no defensive wounds. Although blood had been found near the body, Dr. Weiler believed it wasn't enough blood to indicate that the boy's heart was still pumping when the mutilation took place. With no evidence of a struggle, police suspected that Dario had been murdered somewhere else and the body transported to the cornfield. Police found Dario's sneakers in the cornfield, but they did not find the knife used in the mutilation.
0: We were greatly alarmed. Such crimes are frequently repeated if the killer is still at large. We therefore started immediately with a very
1: thorough search of the environment. Police could find no foreign hair, fibers, or semen. But Dr. Weiler swabbed the inside of Dario's mouth for possible forensic evidence. When he analyzed that sample, he discovered some microscopic evidence. It was a discovery that would change the course of the investigation and launch a new era in crime science. Chicolechia's mutilated body was found lying in a cornfield, Dr. Daniel Weiler analyzed the forensic evidence from Dario's mouth. Something under the microscope caught his attention. He found what are called diatomes. Diatomes are a type of algae, microscopic organisms that live mostly in the sea, in ponds, lakes, and streams they can also be found on moist rocks, even in mud and soil. These tiny organisms are the most diverse of all algae. Globally, they account for approximately 25% of all photosynthesis. There are about 16,000 different species of diatoms worldwide, about 3,000 species in Switzerland alone. Diatomes can tell scientists about past environmental conditions in freshwater and marine environments as long ago as tens of thousands of years. And in the case of Dario Ciccalecchia, Dr. Weiler hoped that the diatomes found in his body would reveal something about his murder. I was absolutely sure that this boy was drowned
2: In the lungs, I found a lot of mud. And this helped me to see that he has been in water with a lot of mud. So it can't be a very deep lake or something like that. It must be a
1: creek or a small river or something like that. Diatoms diatomes were also found on Dario's sneakers which were in the cornfield near his body. The next step was to see if the diatomes in Dario's lungs and on his sneakers could help determine the exact body of water where Dario had been murdered. To find out, Dr. Weiler called on the expertise of Dr. Joachim Herleman, a biologist who specializes in the study of diatomes. You can look to the diatoms in the lung and you
3: see the species and the species give you information about the the
1: type of river or lake, the water quality. Dr. Herleman was asked to analyze the diatome populations in Dario's lungs and sneakers as well as those found in water samples from the region. If he could find significant similarities, investigators would know the exact location of his murder. But with as many as 3,000 different species of diatoms in Switzerland alone, Dr. Herleman would have to test water samples from the nearby bodies of water to make an accurate comparison. To be very sure that there is no other pond
3: or river or creek which has the similar or the same Diatom community. So if you look to other um, water bodies and you won't find the communities, then you are quite sure that uh, this special place
1: was the place of the, of the drowning. Water samples were collected from the surrounding bodies of water, including the Rhine River, which flows between the creek and the cornfield where Dario's body had been found the water samples were treated with acids to kill any organic matter in the diatomes, leaving their glass-like skeletal remains, a necessary step in identification according to species. Under the microscope, Dr. Herleman compared the diatome populations found in Dario's lungs and on his sneakers to the thousands of known species in his reference journals. He found one dominant species the diatomes were identified as fragilaria pinata a fresh water species usually found attached to sand grains in slowly moving water the next step was for dr Herleman to count and identify the diatome populations from the various water samples using an elaborate chart it was a tedious process but eventually he found one body of water which had as its dominant species Fragilaria pinnata, the same dominant species found in Dario's lungs and on his sneakers. It was from a water sample taken from the creek just a few feet away from where Dario's bicycle was found. Was it possible that the diatome evidence could tell investigators more than simply where Dario was murdered? Could the diatomes lead investigators to the killer? Armed with the diatome evidence found inside Dario Ciccalecchia's lungs and on his sneakers, police concluded that he had been forcefully drowned in the creek where he had been fishing, before being mutilated and dumped in the cornfield. The question now, who murdered Dario? And how was the body transported to the cornfield a few kilometers away? police questioned friends and acquaintances of the victim.
0: We questioned about 200 persons both in Switzerland and Germany. Of course, the family were also investigated, as it is always done in such cases. Also, in case no responsible person is found, to clear the family that no suspicions remain with them.
1: With no strong leads or suspects, Swiss police informed Interpol of the case. Interpol is an international agency headquartered in France that shares information about criminal investigations with 178 nations who are members of the
0: network. As the body was found so close to the border, it was possible that the murderer might have come from or gone to a foreign country. It was a difficult case. Interpol was also informed of the case.
1: Three months after the murder of Dario Ciccalecchia, Interpol notified Swiss police of a possible lead. A man had been arrested in France for sexually assaulting a hitchhiker and trying to kill him. He was identified as 35-year-old Roland Keebler, a psychiatric nurse who was divorced and the father of a 5-year-old girl. What caught Interpol's attention was the fact that Keebler lived in Switzerland, not far from the village where Dario Ciccalecchia was murdered. When Dr. Weiler heard of Roland Keebler's arrest, he suggested something unusual. He told the Swiss police, to examine Keebler's car.
2: The car is still in, in Switzerland. So I asked the police whether it's possible to get the pedals of the car and the carpet in the
3: trunk to bring all that stuff to Dr. Hörleman. It was clear that the people who has done the, this drowning, that... Um, He must have the items on his shoes, on his clothes, or uh,
1: in his car. Forensic scientists collected microscopic debris from inside Keebler's car, including material from both the gas and brake pedals, the carpet in the passenger compartment, and the carpet from the trunk. When Dr. Herleman analyzed those samples under a microscope, he made a surprising discovery he found... diatomes. They were found on both the gas and brake pedals, in the carpet under the pedals, and in the carpet in the trunk. When he analyzed the diatomes found in the car, he discovered they were Fragilaria panata. The same dominant species found in Dario's lungs, on his sneakers, and in the creek. With 3,000 different species of diatoms in Switzerland, the similarities in the diatom evidence was significant.
3: We know now that the material found in, in the car must come or is similar to, to the one of
1: uh, the lung of Dario and to the material found in the creek. Armed with this microscopic evidence, Swiss police confronted Roland Keebler. He denied he had anything to do with Dario's murder and said he only knew about the crime from what he read in the newspapers. But during questioning, Keebler revealed details of Dario's wounds, details which had never been reported in the newspapers. Roland Keebler knew too much. When confronted with the discrepancy, Roland Keebler confessed to the murder of Dario Ciccalecchia. A picture now emerged of what took place at the creek the day Dario disappeared and how his killer left behind a microscopic trail of evidence. police interrogation, Roland Keebler confessed to both the murder and mutilation of Dario Ciccalecchia and his long-standing sexual fantasies about young boys.
0: He is, in simple terms, a pedophile and he has suppressed his homosexual tendencies for years. And when he lived his fantasies, he had to kill the victim in order to keep a secret.
1: On August 4th, 1993... Dario rode his bicycle to the creek near his home for an afternoon of fishing. He left his bike near the main road and headed down to the water. Roland Keebler was on vacation and had been drinking heavily when he drove in the area where Dario was fishing. Keebler spotted Dario's bike and told police just knowing a young boy was in the area excited him greatly. Keebler parked his car and walked to where Dario was fishing. After a brief conversation, Keebler approached Dario again. He attacked the young boy, pushing him into the water, forced him to undress and sexually molested him. Then Keebler forced Dario's head under the water into the mud of the stream bed. With his knee between Dario's shoulder blades, he kept the boy submerged until the struggling stopped. Keebler decided not to leave the body at the scene of the crime. Instead, he placed the boy's body into the trunk of his car and left for a social engagement with his ex-wife. Little did Keebler realize he had left behind a trail of evidence, microscopic single-cell evidence which would link him to the scene of the crime. From the moment Keebler pushed his victim into the creek, microscopic diatomes in the water attached themselves to the soles of his shoes, and diatomes in the water flooded Dario's mouth and lungs when he was forcefully drowned. Keebler transferred those diatomes from his shoes to the pedals of his car when he drove away, and diatomes from Dario's mouth would later seep onto the carpet in the trunk in which he was transported to the cornfield. Dr. Weiler's discovery of the diatomes and Dr. Herleman's species identification in the laboratory were essential elements in tracking down a vicious killer. Roland Keebler had silenced his victim, but the diatome evidence spoke volumes. It
2: was a very, very good feeling for me to have found a, a scientific way to prove
3: something that was very important. We know that we didn't make big mistakes or errors in in the determination or in the preparation of all the samples. So it was, at this moment, it was a good feeling, of course.
0: This case therefore became sort of a model case also worldwide, and particularly in Switzerland, it had never been done in this way before. We were pioneers, and we certainly hope that it will be possible to solve other cases in the same way for the future.
1: Roland Keebler confessed not only to the murder of Dario Ciccalecchia, but also admitted killing another boy in the same area of Switzerland ten years earlier. Keebler was convicted of both crimes and was sentenced to life in prison. Candles burn near the creek where Dario died, a shrine built by villagers to keep Dario's memory alive. And in a nearby churchyard where Dario is buried, his sculpture reminds visitors of the gentle, innocent child who died too soon.
0: Whenever children are the victims of violent crimes, it's much, much worse. And this must be the same all over the world.